Hello, and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flora, and in this show, I have honest conversations with artists, designers, and creatives to uncover their story and the specific tactics they use to build a successful career around their skills and the work they love doing. This is a special episode because as I wrap up the third season of this podcast, I want to bring another perspective on the business of illustration by interviewing illustration agent Svetlana Jackel. Sorry, again, Svetlana Jackel. Svetlana has been running illustration agency Combinat Rotweiss since 2002. Combinat Rotweiss offers clients not only classic illustrations, but also the handling of complex complex animation projects. She is always on the lookout for new trends and influences in the industry. And during our conversation, Svetlana shared an outsider, still pretty much, pretty much insider look into the illustration business. By listening to this episode, you will get tons of insights into finding your style, the qualities that clients look for in commercial artists, the trends and what's hot in the illustration industry right now, and more. If you want to be prepared for rocking it as a commercial artist during 2023, you need to listen to this episode. Enjoy the conversation with Svetlana Jakel from illustration agency Combinat Rotweiss. Hi, Svetlana. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hi, Martina. Nice to be here. Thank you. I'm well. Thank you. Um, Svetlana, this is a special episode because I'm wrapping up the third uh, season of this podcast. And up until now, we have had dozens of artists and illustrators on the podcast. To What we do is to essentially find out how is it that they have achieved making a living with their art? right? What were their strategies and the tactics that worked and the challenges that they faced along the way? But today I'm really excited to have you on the podcast because you as an illustration agent, you may be able to provide a different perspective on the business of illustration. So I would like to start with the, I normally like to start with a straightforward question that may open a lot of different venues of conversation. So my first question to you would be, can an illustrator or artists nowadays make, nowadays make a good living with their art? Yes, of course. Of course. It, it, it's very important to be, um, to be by yourself, to mm. know what you want to, to do, to know how you want to uh, manage your, your, your work and to, have, to, to be focused on, on, on your work. Yeah. And then uh, it will work out, of course. Yeah. And I, I always wonder, you know, there's the, this, this is expectation or this idea that, you know, all artists struggle in making ends meet. However, in my experience, you know, having uh, illustrator friends and also being an illustrator myself, I know that an illustrator can make a really good living with their art. Is that your experience as well? Or you, you also see a lot of illustrators struggling um, in making ends meet and making a living with their work? It depends on the style. It's really mm. the style that you are working in what kind of technique you are working and in what field you are working. So if you are, 
like in the German speaking market, it's too completely different than to work uh, in, in France or in Spain or in Great Britain or US because illustration over there is much more in the in the um, around you than, than here in Germany. The, mm. the Germans always want to be very straight and they like to show the things for advertising as um, example. They want to, to show the things like they are. So photography and this reality and they are not so playful. Mm. But now after we got this pandemic, um, it opens more and more. Mm -hmm. It starts opens before, but now it, it goes a little bit faster mm -hmm. because uh, it was not able to do photographs because mm -hmm. the, the, the shootings uh, couldn't happen. And yeah. then the people uh, realized, okay, we have to find something different to do our conversation, our visual conversation. And then they find illustration and mm. there are so many fields for illustrators to work in so um, it's very important that the illustrators know what is the field that I want to fill with my work mm. do I'm working like you in the uh, lettering or calligraphic uh, style or do I work like an um, technical illustration uh, like do I uh, do technical illustrations mm -hmm. for industry so you have completely different clients and you have to do your marketing in a completely different way and if you know what you want to do and how you want uh, or what are your clients you want to work for and you look straight to to them then you will um in your personal work, create a world that's fitting into this um, um, client's world, and then the the chance to work for them will be much bigger. That's so interesting. So, in a way, what you're what you're saying is that it is important for an illustrator to understand what their niche is, right? What what yes. what where who they are catering for, and not that they are trying to um, to do their art and just try to you know, cater for everybody, but just to find a niche or a field in which they, yes. they have a strong, um, a, strong, a strong imprint, right? It could be both. So mm. if you have a style uh, that fits into different niches mm. you can, and you have um, your content is, has a lot of varieties, then it's possible to work for a lot of clients in different fields. But if you have a very special um, style and technique that fits more like for beauty clients or for fashion clients, if you do only fashion illustration, you don't, you won't work so much or so often for car uh, clients, but maybe they will have one campaign uh, in five years with uh, this fashion topic and then they will book you as well mm -hmm. it so it's very important to realize who you are really what mm -hmm. is your work showing and which uh, possibilities do you have in your work and i have illustrators who are working um, with a very very clear content which which goes in a clear direction like children's books or uh, medicine and healthcare or things like this and then I have others who are working for all clients that you can imagine 
but they have a very straight uh, style and technique that I mm. that they are working for. So um, everybody has to 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 go into itself and to be clear what is your your um, goal, where you want to where you want to to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good input. I was wondering for you as an illustrator, I. I mean, I, I, I have so many questions that come from, from this topic that we are just touching on. But you as an illustration agency, when I can imagine that you have a lot of inquiries from illustrators that want to be represented by you because Com uh, Combinat Rotweiss, which is your illustration agency, is one of the most important or most renowned here in Germany. So I can imagine that you have a lot of inquiries coming from yes. illustrators and artists that want you to represent them, right? And I want wonder what are the things that you are looking for in an illustrator uh, to decide whether you represent them or not? Oh, there are a couple uh, different points. So the first of all is um, that we are really now growing to a big agency and we cannot uh, take all artists on board like mm. I would like to, to put them on board because mm. there are so much requests and I think, oh my God, this is so great, but I have not the manpower to take them on. But um, at first of all, the visuals has to catch me and we are doing a lot of research to see where the trends are going what is that what the clients are looking for because it makes no sense to take an illustrator that i like or where i like the work but i know i don't have the clients for them mm. so we are researching where the trends are going and we have a, an eye on it who are our clients mm. our clients are a big range of different clients but in Germany, it's a little bit different, like I told you, than mm. in other um, um, countries. And um, that's the first point. And then uh, it's very important to me to meet all the people um, in, in personal, like mm. over a, a Zoom call or something like this. And I need to have a good vibration. Mm. I need to say, okay, I like the person, she's very sympathetical or he, and uh, I, I could imagine to work with, with this person. This is very important because you need to have a good level uh, so that if you are working together and it always can come to difficult situations, you need to know this is somebody who will be professional and who will bring it to the end that's yeah. very important yeah, yeah. And the level that we have uh, that we sell to our um, clients is really high so i have this uh, how to say i have this um, special um, feeling for quality and i don't want to bring something to clients that is not bringing this quality out so and these are uh, very important points uh, before I take somebody on board. And at the moment, we have a lot of requests for people who are wanting to be part of Combinat Advice. The most of them, I have to say, sorry, I cannot take you. But yeah. it doesn't mean that I don't like the work. It's really, there are different um, um, reasons why, why it doesn't work out then. Yeah, and in a way, it can also be part of uh, your strategy to have a, a, a smaller roster of uh, illustrators and be able to um, to sell their work more effectively, right? Whereas if you have a bigger bunch of or a bigger portfolio of illustrators, it would be harder to just promote each one of them uh, more intensively, right? 
That's right. And for me, it's very important to have this personal contact all the mm. time. When we work together, I, I need to have this special bond between yeah. me and the, and the artist. And the same with, with, my, with my girls that are working uh, for me, because um, mostly, I, 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 not mostly, but um, it's very important for me that every illustrator that we are uh, having in the pool is has a... A, um, a variety in his work so mm. if you have this variety you will have much more possibilities to to get jobs mm. and I well, how have... does how does sorry to interrupt yeah. but how does this variety look can you can you define it a little bit better just to get an idea of what when you speak about variety which things are you referring yeah. to that they that they make illustration of like animals and 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 trees and uh people and all of that or in which terms you um you refer to variety it depends i have illustrators who are working very straight in this technique that they are doing and mm. you will always see okay this is this person and it's always the same color code uh, or things like this but they have this variety in the content. Mm -hmm. So they are able to bring different, um, for different clients, a content on the point. This is one, one possibility to, to have a variety. Yeah. The other one is to be somebody who is able to do different techniques. Mm -hmm. So to, do, to work analog or digital, to do um, to work with watercolor and of the same way to do vector graphics and to, to combine these. And this is also a, a kind of variety. So you, you need to have one of these both <laughs> to, to, to be able to open the door for the clients and say, okay, I can do whatever you want. I'm not only the one who can, who can um, illustrate uh, children's books with with little um, uh, characters or something like this. I'm yeah. also able to do maybe something what is going in the direction of uh, architecture or, mm. or something like this. So this is this what, what I what I mean with with variety. Yeah, it, it is interesting that you mentioned this because I think that for many of us, there's the understanding that as illustrators, we have to have a very, very solid style, right? So that when you, when you scroll through our portfolio, that everything, you know, the color scheme should be always kind of similar and like the shape should be kind of similar and like, um, yeah, there should, you know, the, the, the portfolio should look, every new piece should look kind of like the previous one or you know should match the previous one right and this is what, very important as yeah. well so you need to have this red line mm. it's not the variety that you say this is from me and this is from me and if anybody see it the people would think okay these are two different persons that's not the point yeah you have you, you have to have this red line and mm. this personal style but in this personal style you have to open different windows I, yeah like i like to say so and this is what 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 is very um, interesting to see like i have a illustrator she's doing a lot of different uh, content in her work and she has so much um she had so often jobs that um after the job she calls me and she and she say I didn't know that I'm able to do it in this style, yeah. but 
the briefing of the client has this wants to have it in another way that I'm usually uh, working on and yeah. I, I did it I, I just let it flow and it it, it it was great and now I see I find a new facet in my work that I really like and now I will do some personal work in this direction and that's what I mean so yeah. you, you don't you, you you are not standing still you are always walking and, and go forward and in in this moment you are working on yourself with your work and you change with the years and I have illustrators who are with me now we are the agency is now 20 years this year and um, I have illustrators who are with me 20 years and yeah. if I see the work from from then to now they are really words in between uh, since then and, and, and now but yeah. um, but you see that's the same person it's yeah. the same artist you you can see that this is this uh, how to say um the same hand made it yeah so and i love that what you mentioned of like how an illustrator can also in a way take the briefing of a client and be flexible in terms of their own style and this will this is a good segue to to the the other thing I wanted to talk to you about because you were mentioning you know I was asking you um, to tell me a little bit about what are the things that you look for in an illustrator what are the good qualities you mentioned you know styles and that the you know that the, there's a there's a topic there's a red line that goes through all of their work you you gave us very good examples on how to to do that how to you know look at your portfolio and actually achieve that right and and yes. what are the 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 things that you need to do in order to get that but um, you mentioned also that you uh, whenever you want to take a, an illustrator on board, uh, you want to meet the person, right? So that leads me into the, like the personal qualities of the of the illustrator, because it's not only about the art, but it's also about like how they are with people and how you know how right. they can handle uh, or they can conduct a professional uh, work process with a client. So, what are the other people qualities that you look? Uh, for in an illustrator what are the you know what are the things that you really value and what are the red flags for you or the things that you don't like to see in an illustrator when it comes to working commercially well um for me it's very important is the the kind of communication how you communicate you have to be really clear you have to to ask the right questions so to clarify the briefing to clarify for you what the client wants mm. you have to be able not to be too much ego mm. to keep your ego into the back and to say okay now yes i'm an artist but now i'm booked for a job and i have to do this job and to bring it to the end for this client like the client want it and not to say you don't like my work i don't work for you that's not the right way but there are people i had some people like this and it was really difficult then to manage the job with the client and this uh, uh, artist so it doesn't make it make doesn't make sense to work mm. with people like this because it's trouble all the time yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and it's also trouble for the person as themselves so i always say don't uh, take the um feedback 
um, too much personal. It's mm. not. It, ha it had nothing to do with yourself or your person or your personal work. It has mostly to do with the um, how to say with the points that the client has to bring uh, to the visualization to wisdom. Mm. So if if a client say, okay, we don't use blue, then you cannot use blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if your if your style is mostly with blue, you have to leave this blue out on this job. <laughs> like like an example, yeah. yeah. So these are the points that you have to understand, and this is very important for me to see that um, my artists are able to. Um, really bring these um yeah it's a kind of um dienstleistung in german service service yeah, it's, a, it's a service yeah. that you bring and that uh, has to be on a on a lovely way yeah. yeah i and it's also very important for me if i read uh, the, the 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 emails to see that somebody is able to have this nice and lovely style to mm. talk to clients this is very important always with a smile on your face so if you if you are on the phone and you are smiling your voice is different uh, as if you are not smiling and the same is like if you write an email if you are angry and you write it you, your words will be different than if you are happy so you have always to try to give this um, your client a good feeling to give the clients the feeling that everything is okay even if this first sketch is not uh, bringing it on the, to the point it's no problem we will talk about it and we will find a solution and there is nothing that we cannot do but maybe sometimes it makes it needs a little bit more time sometimes it's very fast it it depends on the on the client and it depends on the on the project so um that's the point you have to be um yeah a cool cool guy <laughs> and it's interesting because i can imagine that this is this also not only um plays a role in terms of the client relationship but also i i guess it plays a role in terms of the relationship that you have with that illustrator as an as an illustrator illustration agent right because yes. It is a relationship that you're building with that person. If you have been working with, you, you mentioned that you have been working with illustrators for 20 years. I can imagine that you have seen them grown and develop their style and also probably coach them along the way, right? Yes, yes. And not only this, uh, it's all, also this personal um, um, friendship that are mm. coming then. And then you have a completely other um conversation yeah. so if you are talking about the job um it's not this cool tough talk then it's more to see like if you have illustrators for this long time in the pool and you see they find the partner they get children they marry you were on the on the um um Hochzeit, uh, on a marriage and uh, all these things are are building a bond between mm. me and my artists and sure. when and sometimes I have artists they call me and say I'm in, a, I'm in a black hole I don't have any ideas I don't know what to do I feel bad I'm not happy anymore with my life and mm. then 
they don't know how to come out of this and they have no ideas for new personal projects and then mm. I always say come on be be um, um, ehrlich um, be true to yourself sorry, yeah. be true uh, tell the people the truth so yeah. if you feel sad then make an illustration about it yeah do an illustration which is sad show us what are you feeling how are you looking into this world now right now in this moment and it's like like people who wants to 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 write so i write lyrics in my in my uh, um, um, personal time and um This is my way to give out all these uh, feelings that are mm. making me maybe bad or in a bad uh, com um, situation or, 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 or sad or something like this. So I always say, yeah, bring it to the paper or visualize, visualize, uh, <laughs> do the visualization of it. Yeah. And it's like giving a bird the opportunity to fly away. Yeah. And then you show the people how you are looking into the this world on the one side and on the other side the people see and feel this emotion. And that's what your work is making so wonderful. It's so amazing that you mentioned this because you know by the way you speak about these things I realized that you really you really create a bond with your illustrators. And, you know, the, the way I also met you, we met in, in, a, um, in an event of a, one of my illustrator friends, Judy Kaufman, and you are representing her. And you were in this event, which had nothing to do with illustration. It was just yeah. a personal event of, that happened in her life. And I thought, like, how great that you're also being a part of this, right? So, yes. And I think that it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting topic to... to to point out uh, to because I think that many many illustrators out there think that or have this idea around the illustrator agency um, that they are you know there's there's this this myth around illustration agents agency agencies and agents that they are you know they are um, they're kind of taking a cut out of like the illustrator work, right? Like they are not, they're just trying to, to get more sales. They go, they go about other things that don't have to do with the art. Right. And yeah. I think it's so interesting that you bring it up that there's also, you know, your illustration agent will also be your partner, right? They also want you as an illustrator, they want you to do good, right? To, to, to get more work and to develop your art and to be also happy as an illustrator, right? Yeah, it's important to be happy. If you are not happy, you cannot do a good job. So mm. uh, I, I quit my job in the agencies because I couldn't be myself. I'm, mm. I'm coming from fashion design and I was always creative in my mind. And when I saw the structures and how you have to think in these structures and I thought, okay, I'm living in a box and this box is too small for my head. I need more space. And... That's what I always try to um, describe to my illustrators, to, 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 to give them um, this feeling that only if they are feeling free and doing free work like they want to do 
and not like they have to do for more jobs, then they will have more jobs and not if they are not um, doing that what's in them. Mm. So in, in their feeling and in, in because illustration is so um, personal, you have to move your body. You have yeah. to move your body to bring it to the point to to visualize to visualize it visualize it sorry <laughs> yeah so in this mood in this feeling in this being you do your work and that's what we all seeing and that's it, it doesn't work out if you don't can if you cannot be true you, and that's a, also a great reminder for our listeners right and how you know how looking you know finding your style is also about being true to yourself and doing yes. the things that you really enjoy doing right and I love that you touch on why you know wh what were your beginnings as a creative because I can imagine that you didn't start as an illustrator an illustration agent right so wh yeah. wh how did you get into this The business of illustration. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little bit about this. It was, uh, yeah, a little bit difficult for me at the beginning. So I was, I was fashion designer. I was sewing mm. my own clothes since I was eight years old because yeah. my parents were uh, from ex-Yugoslavia and we were, lived in, in, in Germany and I, they haven't got this money and I was always very interested in fashion because my father was working for a big... Um, Uh, publisher uh, house here in Germany and I was growing up with magazines all the time he brought he brought this magazine house home and I was always up to date since yeah. I was a little child and so I was teaching very early my eyes for visuals and for for um, fashion and and trends and Then I start sewing my own clothes and then I, it was very early clear that I want to be a fashion designer and um, that it happens, yes. And um, then I start my business and running my own um, label with um, the wrong partner. Mm. <laughs> and so we quit and then I need a lot of money to, to pay my bills and I, I need a job. And a friend of mine was working at Zachi and Zachi and she told me that they need somebody in the art buying And I thought, okay, it's it's like like doing fashion. It's a little bit like doing fashion. So I have to work with photographers, with illustrators. So I will be close to the things that I'm 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 learning since I'm a little uh, child, and. Um, Yeah, so I, I start to work there and then after a while I, I uh, moved to another another agency and then I, I felt uh, this, like I told you before, I like I was in a box because mm -hmm. um, the the market for ma uh, the marketing uh, industry, the commercial industry in, in, in Germany is very, very clear and it's always to, we have to, to be straight and I had so much, there were so much more different styles that I saw and I know, I knew I cannot book them, not <laughs> for this client, it's impossible. So it was clear that I have to, to get free of this and to do my own thing. thing. So we start at, with three persons at the beginning in 2002 with Combinato Advice and we had photographers and illustrators and post-production uh, guys. 
And then uh, from 2015, I, I decided to do only illustration because this is really because of my, maybe of my fashion uh, um, design studies. It was much more um, closer to me than photography. Yeah. Because it's, it's more um, the truth, like yeah. talked before, it's, it's real. And what do you, I wonder, what do you love about the industry of illustration? If you can mention a couple of things that you feel that are really unique to this industry, what would they be? Yeah, it's the point that all of us, if you, if you put 10 people on, on the street and you say, tell me what you see, you mm. will get 10 different uh, answers. And this is what illustration shows us. Mm -hmm. Every of us has another um, look into the world, mm -hmm. another feeling of this world, another um, feeling of colors, of uh, lines, of, of textures, everything. And um, it's so funny because sometimes when I see illustrations and then I think, okay, if I don't know the people, this could be a person like this and this, very straight or very confused. And then I'm searching out in the internet and to see who is the person. And I see it in my in my pool when I work with the with the people. They are really people, uh, guys. That you see the illustration and you think, oh, this is really somebody who is very organized. Everything on the desk is clear. There is no, no, <laughs> nothing that has not to be there. Everything. And it is like this. <laughs> it really is like this. So that's what I mean with it's so true. Uh, what you see, there are so much, uh, so much personal um, in, um, of the of the artists in their work that you can see and you can imagine who is the the, the person behind this this picture. So um, that's what I really love. So, and, and what is the, the flip side of that? Like, what are the things that you, you struggle with in the illustration agency, uh, in, in the illustration uh, industry? And you can take it in any direction, you know, how the clients think about illustration, uh, you know, the budgets or whatever, whatever it is that you think are still, you know, problems in the illustration uh, industry yeah the first problem that we have now at the moment the new problem i would say or uh, is uh, re re ki ki oh, yeah. yeah ki in english so i have to uh, translate it in, in my head because uh, we have these uh, uh, now these very very fast uh, new um technology ah, augmented reality you mean or no no uh, um uh, künstliche intelligence ki in, in german ah, um, um, yeah um, artificial in intelligence artificial intelligence oh, sorry yeah. artificial i ai in english oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah i get it it's good we got yeah. it <laughs> yeah you see a dali and all these uh, um, programs that are now coming up um, there are so much possibilities to fake uh, the visuals i today i just saw uh, the vogue uh, in 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 um, portugal has mm. a, a ai uh, cover mm. of a photography so then i thought okay i i would like to see 
I, I, I cannot understand why people need this or want to have this because um, this this personal feeling, this special in each of the artists will mm. be dead if we if we continue going in this direction. Mm. So maybe it's okay for any um, industrial things that has to be in uh, fast and and uh, don't need any any special emotion and, and 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 content but that what we really do with illustration is to build a own language for our clients mm. a own visual language and a, a machine cannot do this this is yeah. one of the problems that i see so i have to watch it out and we are always uh, screening these uh, things and and and, and to to be up to date to know where the direction in which direction it will goes uh, to be able to um, give the the right ideas to our uh, artists to do it better than a machine maybe yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. one and the next is a lot of clients has no idea what it means to do a good artwork mm. so it depends as well on the technique like maybe 3d artists they have a lot of uh, um, technology that they need they have a lot of um, hardware that they need to to be able to do this complex 3d artworks maybe mm. and they need a lot of time to manage yeah. all these things and sometimes we have requests and, and, and clients want something in 3D and they need it uh, the day after tomorrow and then I'm very sad about it because I think okay why don't you understand that this needs its time to be mm. built to, to put the, the, the haptic on it to, 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 to bring it to the end that is really a good um, visual at the end yeah uh, this is also uh, something that we are um, trying to um, describe our clients how we are working why it needs its time why uh, it's something something special to to work with illustration and not with with uh, um, real uh, visuals like photography or mm. video Uh, it is really something that the people keep in mind and, and say, okay, this color code and this style, this can on, only be this client. And that's what what at the end the clients want to have. And this I is love it. Can you, can you tell me a little bit more? Because I think this may be really useful for our listeners in terms of like, I think it's great that you bring it up because of course, you know, clients don't necessarily know about illustration and they don't necessarily know the value of it and why it is differential for their brand and is in a way our our job and our um, duty to explain them and to let them understand why that is you know why they should choose an illustration as opposed to a photo photography what the difference is so what are the arguments that you tell your clients um, when it comes to in a way selling the the illustration as a service yeah and and i'm i'm explaining them that uh, illustration first of all is timeless 
Mm. So you can do an illustration and you can show a, a character and in, in five or ten years you see this visual and if you don't know it before you would think it's new. If you see a photography, you see on the makeup, on the styling, on the hair uh, style that it's from 2032. Uh, uh, so this is this is one of the points. So. If you know you are um, a client that wants to work longer with these illustrations, it uh, with these visuals, then it makes mm -hmm. sense to work with illustration because you you can use it much longer than you would be able to use a photography. But of course, photography is also very necessary. Not every thing can be in illustration that's clear yeah of but uh, for some campaigns i think sometimes oh that would be better illustration than a photography <laughs> <laughs> and um on the and on the other side you have so much um, possibilities to describe things with the illustration that are much easier not only uh, infographics mm -hmm. then like you know maybe these on on tv if you if you look uh, at or if you like to watch documentaries for example yeah and then uh, we need we know this before a couple of years before they 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 take some cheap artists uh, um, who were uh, doing like um 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 Sorry, I need the actors. They they, they 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 take some cheap actors because they have no money for the actors. production. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, yeah. And then with these actors, they show situations to describe in the documentary what they are talking about. Yeah. And now this gets more and more into illustration. And this mm. is so great to see. So I have some documentaries here in Germany that I really love to see because they work with those with this uh, great um, illustrators and has really great um, animations in it so that you are diving deep in these in these theme and you feel what they are talking about it can be something historical but it can also be something uh, about uh, medicine or or other things so this is much more um, authentic mm. And this is also a way what why uh, one point that makes illustration that that brings illustration more uh, into it makes more sense to work with illustration in these fields for me, or if you have um, something that has to describe your business and it's very uh, complicated what you are doing then it's much more easier to show an explain video with illustration where you can yeah. combine uh, playful um, this technique or this content what are you doing and on the other way maybe it's a character that is talking and so the people who are maybe uh, having problems with understanding this yeah. they feel much more touched from it because they say oh this is a sweet character okay what is he talking about and then you will be much more open for things that are not really interesting for you or haven't been interesting before. Mm -hmm. I see this when I talk with my daughter. She's uh, now 18 and she has to learn a lot of things that she's really not interested in. <laughs> in. 
And when I say, okay, try to find something online, maybe you can find an, an, an animation about it and, or, or things like this. And then when she finds something, she say, oh, mom, and then, then it was clear for me and it was very interesting to see it. And because it touches you, it, mm. it, it's like it, it comes and say, okay, give me your hand. I take you with me. And then you dive into this world. That's such a good point because also in a way, you know, illustration um, or animation when it comes to illustration can be so unique, um, but at the same time can be very universal. So it touches a lot of a lot of people because, for instance, for me, if perhaps someone with blonde hair speaks to me on a on a certain video, perhaps I don't connect to with that person because of my background, because of a lot of different things, you know, because of their features, you may not connect with that person because of their tone of voice, you may not connect with that person. But with illustration is something a lot more universal in a way, right? Yes, it's, yes. Yeah. And you have these different things. You have the voice, you have the music, yeah. you have the tones. So if the voice is not what you like, you maybe like the music. Yeah. Or you, you like the colors or the style of illustration. So you will find much more. And I can remember when I was a child, there was a, a comic in the on TV and it, yeah. it, it um, the name was, let me think in English, It was uh, one time. It was uh, the human. Mm. It was uh, it 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 was about um, historical things. So yeah. it it shows the history of of humans from the beginning till now, <laughs> and it was really very funny. And I was really I, I wasn't in school at that time. It, yeah. it was much earlier. And then, but I understood this very good. And I thought, okay, these were the Egypt. Egyptians okay mm, and they made the pyramids okay mm -hmm. and so I, I was learning by by watching and this was so so easy for me to understand then and later when I has um, um, this in school and I have to read it in books about this time and I thought okay there is a number that I have to to keep in mind for the for, for to be able to know when it was much more um, difficult for me yeah. to remember yeah. and to, to 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 learn it yes so that's why I think um, it helps on on so much um, different um, um, Ebenen, um, um, layers, layers, yeah, uh, in, in, in your head to, to, yeah. to bring it together. Yeah. And I think this, these are great points, all the things that you mentioned on what are the arguments that you use to, to in a way explain your clients and customers and people you work with um, on why illustration is so differential and may be a really good tool for their brands or for their communications. And I wonder, what are the arguments that you use when, when you need to explain to them what the value of the work is, right? Because that's another topic that comes after. Okay, yes, I need the illustration, but how much do I need to pay and why it costs that much, right? Um, so what are some of the arguments that you use in those cases? Well, I say... I try to explain them that this is really something special that they have. Mm. So if they ask for a campaign or for a, something that they need for whatever, infographic or other things for the communication, then I say, okay, 
you can choose your colors. You can choose in which way the illustration should be in style. You can choose everything you want and put it in your brief mm -hmm. and the illustrator will make it only for you mm -hmm. in this uh, way. And everybody who will see it will know it's you. It's your company, it's your business. And you, it, it, it's clear that, that the same artist will not do the same color code or, or line style for another client. That's, that's clear. So then you can always continue. So it's not like a photography and you need to find the same model maybe to, to continue your story. You have this character and this character can be continued all the, over years, yeah. all the time. And that's what it makes so special and what is so individual for you as client. Uh, and it, 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 it doesn't matter on what um, kind of, of business it, it is. It works in all fields. In, and that's what, what I really, really like very much. I love that. And I want to go back to something that you mentioned a couple of times and that I would love to know a little bit more about because I thought we could go deeper into, you know, we were just touching on, on how do you explain the value of illustration? And also I thought we could go deeper into how do you price an illustration? But I, actually, I would like to go to take a side door here because I spoke about this, you know, I, I spoke about pricing with my, my illustration agent, uh, Hansom Frank, John uh, from Hansom Frank. And I'm going to put this, this, um, this episode on the show notes so that you can go check it out because he listed a lot of different things and, and factors that, um, that have an impact on the pricing of a project. And with you, Svetlana, I want to speak about a little bit about the the trends and also like the different industries you you mentioned throughout the conversation you said several times like you know in germany it's different or in germany they want more of this or that so i would love to hear a little bit more about these different profiles of of clients and projects and the way they work according to each market because you you know you are based in germany as an illustration um agent but you you might might work for for clients in the US in the UK in different markets so i would love for you to take perhaps three of the most of the strongest markets for you and perhaps tell us a little bit about what are the differences so that perhaps an illustrator that is listening right now to this episode can get an idea of like what to expect when working with each one of the markets or how to act when, when, when they, when they land a client from the U S or when they land a client from Spain or when they land a client from, I don't know, Japan, right? Well, um, okay. I try to, um, explain it. It's a, 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 a um, it's a big question. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's why it, perhaps you, you can take some, yeah, uh, yeah. so, we have a lot of foundations we work for in the mm. last two years mm. since Corona. It was very interesting to see how much the foundations are start to um, communicate with illustration. And it mm. was very nice to see that they are very open because they don't have to sell something. They don't mm. have to sell any products that has to be shown like this product is. Mm. So, so they were much more open 
they have their rules that you have to to fit in with the content of your visual because they have um, these rules to 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 show what the foundation is mm. so so you have to look at this but you are free in your creativity much more than yeah. if you work maybe for a, um, a lawyer mm. or a, um, in the industry or in the business of of um, uh, Versicherung. Um, uh, uh, security, no, uh, <laughs> insurance. <laughs> insurance, thank you. <laughs> then for insurance. So yeah. sometimes you have, uh, we had jobs for insurances that, uh, that had a lot of humor in it. Yeah. So I thought, oh, great, they do this. I cannot <laughs> believe it. And on the other way, we have jobs with insurances that want it very clear and not too much humor, not too much to uh, playful things because it has to show really very clear what it is. So, and then you have these clients who are working maybe for, um, or jobs that, that we do with maybe um, um, icons mm. for, to, to show with these icons, um, the 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 range of that what this client is doing or the the icons are showing maybe in the shop the way where to go or whatever mm. and this is very straight there is nothing playful there is nothing with humor it is very straight and uh, this is what what you then have to to understand and to be very focused and very clear in your in your um, work yeah did I did I uh, answer? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> in a way, I, it's great because you listed different, you know, how different clients, like a foundation or an insurance company or someone that that hires you or hires an illustrator to make icons, how what they expect from is each one of the jobs, right? In the in the foundation, they are you know they are really open to whatever you propose because they don't need to sell a product. They don't need to show the shampoo perfectly exactly as it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. there's a lot of room for um, for creativity. In the case of selling insurances, things tend to be a little bit more. Um, straightforward but there's some room for conceptual work and when it comes to creating icons for a specific project um you know they might ask you to just follow the briefing fill in the blanks right <coughs> sorry um but what i was wondering i was asking more precisely was how the different clients coming from different industries a client coming from the u.s a client coming from Germany, a client coming from the UK or from Spain, how do they are, how are they different? Because you mentioned before that the German market is different in terms of illustration and what they want. And I wonder what are these differences? Ah, okay. Well, we are not working so often with the UK or with US. We are working mostly for the German speaking market. So we have not these uh, connections that much. But if we have requests from these countries, we see that, and this is really very interesting, I don't know why it is, um, <coughs> um, that the, um, 
I have just to, to, to yeah, the, the uh, valuation is different. Mm. Yeah. So illustration has a completely different standing in the US or in the UK than in Germany. It is like this because mm. I don't know why I, 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 I didn't uh, find this uh, answer in, in that because I'm, I'm always trying to, to describe the, the clients what is the special thing at illustration, but they are mostly having this focus on photography. Now it mm. changes, but it is not the same thing like in these countries. Maybe because the Germans are very straight. Mm. They are from the character, from the... Germans are very um, focused and everything has to be clear to be clear and uh, like the the French people or the Spanish people I, are more these oh come on let's have a wine and then we talk about it and we go to to the lunchtime and come back at four o'clock no the Germans are at lunchtime from one to two <laughs> nothing more yeah and these is uh what I, why I think that, that they um, are working different uh, in this field. But um, on the other side, they, they uh, know much better what illustration can do for them. Mm. And they have uh, really a, a more valuation for illustration than, than here in, in, in Germany. Not always. Now it opens more and more and we have really great clients and we have great projects and I'm so happy that this changed now mm. also in Switzerland and in Austria where we are also working a lot um, it, it opens more and more and the people realize that illustration can make so much more for the for the people out there so we had now a campaign for uh, Palmengarten, this is a garden here in, in, in Frankfurt where you can see plants, special plants and things. And um, we had a campaign with a really big um, city light posters and things like this. And the whole city was full of this of these visuals with the sunflower and this and it was gray and you were in the car and, and, and drive and, and, and you thought, oh, this is so beautiful. It, it, it makes you happy. So if yeah. you see this, you have to smile and you feel at that moment you have a feeling and it, it, it makes something with you. And that's the difference between a, a, a picture that is a photography or a illustration because this is... Uh, Colors are doing th uh, th something, uh, forms are doing something, all these things are t in, in the combination are doing something and, and, and um, now the clients here are realizing this as well. But like I say, not in, not, not in, all, uh, in all directions. And I love it because if, if, it's, if it's happening in the German market that you said is very focused on photography and very straightforward and stuff, I think there's a lot of hope for other industries and other markets, right? So if it's happening here, it would definitely uh, happen in other markets, right? And I, I've heard this. I heard this often from different people, but also on the podcast that I recorded with my um, <clears throat> with my illustrator, uh, my agent. Um, he also mentioned that through the pandemic, a lot of uh, companies leaned back to um, to illustration um, because they couldn't shoot 
photographs and they couldn't do photo shootings and now they are sticking to it right yes. they found a value in this and yes. i think there's a lot of opportunity for illustrators to yes. you know step in and and um you know serve this market right so as we come closer to the end of the of the podcast Svetlana, I want to ask you a little bit about trends. And now that you have seen, you know, in the last couple of years, you have seen brands and companies leaning um, back to illustration a lot more than before. And what do they see? What do you see uh, companies and brands asking for? What are the things that you see more of and that, you know, that are hot right now when it comes to illustration but also when it comes to um to the jobs that your illustrators get are they getting more jobs in when it comes to advertise uh, advertisement industry or more social media work or more animation what are the the things or the the jobs and the trends that we are gonna see more and more in the illustration industry well everything is getting more <laughs> yeah. In all fields, I, I see that it's getting more. Mm. Um, but um, what the what uh, from the from the illustration as well um, as um, as different um, no again <laughs> um, flat illustration is a theme that is very very big at the moment. Mm. So everybody wants flat illustration because in the time of the pandemic flat illustration was the was the way to communicate very fast and very clear and to um, teach the people things so this infographics we had a lot of infographics to do for uh, um, for example when when the pandemic starts we had big campaign for the uh, German government with wear your mask mm. wash your hands keep distance like this so and then this starts it was like a like a big stone coming down the hill everybody wants to have flat illustration and yeah. now it starts to um, change um, that flat illustration is not only uh, a form or a, a typical uh, flat with with colors now it starts to get it's a little differences in 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 this technique mm. and this is getting more and more and then we have a lot of um, animation as well for um, explain movies or things like this or also but also for images mm -hmm. image movies we had a lot of and uh, a lot of campaigns uh, for social media that are uh, animated yeah. also not only gifs then also longer uh, animations with um, tone and speaker and mm. all about all uh, included and then we had a lot of lettering before the pandemic and then it stops and now it comes again because yeah. the people wants to see more um, a big trend in now at, at this time is since maybe a year um, is to be uh, on spot point of sale 
to sit there, live, live illustration, to paint bottles or uh, to paint on, on, on um, bags or things like this. So that the people who are coming into a shop has an event. So yeah. they see this and they say, okay, I buy this. Can you, can you make my, my, my name on it or a flower? And this is what the people want more and more. And we have a lot of um, clients in the um, beauty industry or luxury brands who wants to have this life illustrators yeah. um, at point of sale. This is coming, coming also more and more or graphic recording it's mm -hmm. a lot of people wants graphic recording and i love it because this is really something that um brings all these content that you have in a in a workshop in a with a lot of people everybody will write down different things maybe on that what they are talking about but the graphic recorder is connect collecting everything in one visual and then everybody who's going going home will have the same content taking home and say okay this is what we have talking about it and this is very interesting and i love it because now it opens um for more uh, fashionable styles yeah. so graphic recording was a lot of years very very comic uh, this comic style this classical comic style and a little bit like in the 80s and nothing changes and now it opens to be more modern to be more maybe um um yeah this uh, to to work with letters who are special to combine it with um, um different techniques like uh, the graphic recorder is doing his, his job and after the the uh, session you have the time to fulfill it with mm -hmm. uh, maybe a little bit um, uh, collage style or things like this so that at the end you have a really great artwork but it is an infographic Amazing. like this and this is what I really like to see how it changes how the people start to to play with illustration because we we, we shouldn't forget uh, illustration is the oldest form of communication we have it in the in uh, since the the people can think about it we have illustrations yeah in in the pyramids and in all these we we need uh, we had illustrations but we forgot this yeah. and it's it's a it's a kind of communication that don't need words and mm. everybody understand it so it's there are no borders so everybody can understand it even if they are not talking the same language and that's why it connects people and this is something that i really love so much and i i, I hope that the the clients all over the world will realize this and make the world more and more um uh, colorful and and full of illustrations in different ways so Definitely. This is what we all want. I bet the <laughs> listeners as well and myself. Um, Svetlana, thank you so much for today. I wrap up the episode always with a little game, which is called Finish the Sentence. Okay. Essentially, what I do is to start the sentence and you finish it. Okay. okay. Yes. Are you ready to, to play? Yes. I'm excellent at... Uh, cuddling my dog. I'm really bad at cooking. <laughs> Same here. When I'm when I grow up, I'm going to say it again. 
when I grow up, I'm going to... I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't live without... I couldn't live without illustration. Mm. <laughs> If I wouldn't be doing this for a living, I would... Mm. Illustrate. Mm. Artists should I love be what I do. I'm sorry. I love my job. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I, I love to get up every morning and to, to know I, I will be confronted with illustration. Absolutely. So. And I, I, I could see that transpiring through the conversation. You not only share very practical tactics and practical arguments when it comes to explaining a client what's the value of illustration but also you share so many inspirational bits that have to do with you know being true to yourself as an illustrator and developing your style from that right and everything else comes afterwards right so as we are wrapping up the the show i want you to to share with us where can people find you and also i know that combinat rotweiss is having an a an exhibition right yes yes, yes. next so, week on wednesday uh, wednesday yeah yeah so um in simon walter and walter yeah what what is that is it is a is a gallery or yeah we have here where our um, um office is we have a little gallery and on, on the ground floor and we do always small exhibitions mm. only three days so yeah. that the people has to come by yeah. time yeah. <laughs> there's not so much time to see it and uh, yeah uh, simon will do a uh, exhibition about boom boxes mm. so he's doing um uh, he framed um boxes with um, this typical style of uh, comics like boom pang slash and oh. he made these in layers with different uh, material and uh, yeah i think we will have a good time and we will show ab about 20 20 uh, visuals and uh, for those who cannot come to frankfurt um, we will show it on our website as well so if you need a christmas gift <laughs> have a have an eye on our our website <laughs> amazing so that's uh, that's gonna be the exhibition of uh, simon uh, walter in uh, on november 16th in frankfurt uh, you can find more details on your website which is combinat rotweiss.de de i'm gonna add this to the show notes and you also have a social media handle right yes we are on instagram on facebook on linkedin so you can choose your Uh, direction that you like most. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna add yeah. all of this to the show notes so that listeners can find it. Thank you again for being today on the podcast. Don't leave. I'm just gonna say goodbye to the uh, listeners. Thank you everybody today for joining and see you on the next episode of Open Studio. Bye bye. Thanks, Martina. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved 
this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.